Today's match is in the books, and we're breaking it down. This is your RSL post-match show on the RSL Radio Network. All right, welcome into the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. Spencer Warren and Lauren Beck along to take your tweets and uh, host the uh, post-game presser. Well, not host, we'll just be letting you listen to it. I'm interested to hear what Pablo Mastrini has to say. Obviously, RSL running out 2-0 winners, Lauren. Uh, She is tweeting right now, so uh, please respond to her tweet. What you liked, what you want to see a little bit more of. Um, we t- we mentioned it in pregame, Lauren. If there was any good time to play a Colorado Rapids team when you're a little bit low on confidence, this was the ideal game. And, and I thought RSL controlled the game. And, uh, yeah, Colorado is an absolute shambles. The goalkeeper, Illich, I have no idea what he did for 90 minutes there was absolutely no reason apart from the save from Anderson Julio yeah. which was a very good save yeah. the rest of it was like are you trying to get on camera I, I have no idea but RSL running out 2-0 winners and uh, 90 minutes are gone final whistle's gone RSL move on to 40 points and uh, that's the most important thing as they now sit in fourth in the Western Conference. Yeah, the miscontrolled ball from uh, Jefferson Zavarino or overplayed to Jefferson Zavarino that uh, Illich just headed for no reason at the top of his 18 was oh. probably one of the funnier things I've seen this season. I loved it very much. Um, and I appreciate his uh, shenanigans. I'm going to pretend like it's on purpose and that he's just having a, a good time out there. But um, yeah, a great win for RSL. They they needed it. I you <laughs> On that Anderson Julio shot, you turned to me and said, was that the first shot from a forward in the run of play this game? And I was, I'm going to check. I'm going to look. Because uh, I think you are correct. Uh, you know, we had some shots. Um, Demir Krylock took one that was blocked um, in the first half and Christian, sorry, Chicho had one in the first half also that was blocked, but on frame it is not looking like our forwards took any shots yeah yeah. Uh, in the run of play, which isn't great. Um, but 2-0 two, two no win, two set-piece goals. Um, I, I don't understand why Real Salt Lake continues to play the ball short on corners or free kicks when, I mean, obviously you're not going to score on every corner kick, and corner kicks aren't, like, quite as dangerous, in my opinion, as people make them out to be. But why are you taking that opportunity away? You look at the two... Um, the two goals tonight, obviously it was directly from a free kick for Brian Vera, but it just it doesn't make any sense to me that they continue to do that, especially when you have Demir Krylock in the box. But a great win from Real Salt Lake. Uh, all around good performances. No one no one had a bad night. I was even impressed with Brian Oviedo. Uh, even defensively, yes. uh, we're, we're talking about the, the cross that came in from the left-hand side. He had two guys that he had to deal with, and he managed to get his head to the ball and flick that out for a corner. Again, a Colorado team that is, yeah, absolutely shocking. But a 2-0 victory, maybe slightly disappointed um, that RSL didn't get a couple more goals. They certainly had opportunities. Uh, Illich made a, a particularly good save, but uh, some good uh, defending with regards to blocking shots from the centre-backs for uh, Colorado. But, yeah, this this is an opportunity, certainly, to, to run up the score a little bit. Going back to the corners, I'll tell you who hates the short corners more than you and and the listeners 
it's the centre-backs that, roll, that run all the way forward and then it's played short and all the way back. There was literally one, uh, it may have been in the Diego, first half. Well, there was one from Diego Luna. Yeah, yeah, in the first half where they there was hesitation from the centre-backs to go forward for the free kick. And they were like, oh, no, yeah, go, go, go. And then they ended up just passing the ball back and forth just inside Colorado's half the whole time rather than playing it into the box. And I and I had that same thought. I, as, as Justin Glad as Brian Vera, you're going, why did I make this run up into the 18? If you're just going to pass the ball horizontally, what, what's the point? Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway. <laughs> exactly the point. Um, RSL, as we said, running out 2-0 winners. A 19th-minute goal, free kick from Brian Vera. A 49th-minute header from Chicho Arango off the corner of Michael Chang. I thought it was a decent game from Michael Chang as well. But we're going to yeah. head to our first break. You're listening to the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. All right, welcome back into the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. We are just awaiting for the post-game presser to start with Pablo Mastroeni and hopefully selected players on RSL's 2-0 victory over the Colorado Rapids, thus securing three points, thus going on to 40 points, going up to fourth in the Western Conference and getting the Rocky Mountain Cup. And a clean sheet tonight. Very nice. Say that again. A clean sheet. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's awesome. A more del- more relief for Zach McMath, who's been peppered the last couple of games, to yeah. be honest with you. Obviously, Gavin Beavers as well. Mm. But uh, if you thought things were going uh, bad for Real Salt Lake, when you look at William Yarbrough, who's not available for the Rapids, uh, the American international goalkeeper, their backup, my word, that is absolutely atrocious. And, and we, we should be grateful that we have Zach McMath and Gavin Beavers. I, I, I'm still in shock. That's that's the thing that shocked me the most tonight is how bad. And Jay Nolly mentioned it off air. That's a goalkeeper, incredibly low on confidence. But yeah. really, it was yeah, decision making was extraordinary tonight. Jay's willing to uh, to come out of retirement for Colorado, I think, just to just to show him how it's done. You know, it's bad when Jay <laughs> has a bit of a gripe with a goalkeeper because yes. he's part of the goalkeepers' union. Yes, he, he will always have a goalkeeper's back. But yeah, he was not uh, not pleased with that goalkeeper's performance tonight. But um, it worked out for Real Salt Lake. A solid one, a solid home victory, much needed. um, As you said, puts them into fourth, onto 40 points. Gives them confidence again because after those four losses across uh, all competitions, conceding goals the way that they were to to score some goals, it would have... I'm, it's. I feel. It feels so nitpicky to say it would have been nice to have one in the run of play, but it really would have been nice to have one in the run of play. But goals are goals. We'll take them. We'll take a clean sheet, and uh, now you go into a two-week break with some confidence. And uh, I think that that's really important. It'd be easy over the next couple of weeks if they had lost this game to stew and uh, really dig deep. And and there's still a lot of questions around this team, but a good performance from everybody and now you go into this feeling a bit more relaxed about your next couple games and hopefully turning things around uh going into the last two months of major league soccer yeah a uh a weekend break obviously is 14 days until they play at uh, san jose earthquakes brian ojeda didn't pick up a yellow card tonight so he will be available brian vera did so he's now like brian ojeda just one get one uh, yellow card away 
from a suspension. The other two that you've got to look out for, Amika Anelli, who came off the bench, and Justin Glad, who I felt like showed a little bit more uh, and obviously not under a ton of pressure from this Colorado team, but a, a nice game from, from the guys. They did what they had to do, uh, and hopefully they can start to kick on uh, for the rest of the season. What is it, eight games left now? Um, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's an opportunity now for, for the guys to go away, uh, work on the training field, uh, and try and get this midfield uh, seven games, you say. Uh, but get this midfield uh, moving a little bit better. Um, I thought Nelson Palacio was solid. I was impressed with Brian O'Hader yeah. um, in the attack. Maybe took a couple more shots than he should have when there was better options. But um, he's got that opportunity to, to run forward a little bit more than he has when he plays alongside uh, Paulo Ruiz. But, yeah, overall, um, I, I've, I'm delighted that uh, we're able to send home well, not quite yet, but there's there's uh, the, most of the 19,798 that turned up today. They're actually on the field right now because we've got post-game fireworks, which is going to be rather nice whilst we're on air, booming away. Hopefully you uh, enjoy the sound as we talk with fireworks in your ears. But, yeah, um, important that RSL got back to winning ways. And, and as I mentioned, getting up to fourth place in the Western Conference level on points with um, LAFC. LAFC do have two games in hand. They do play into Miami tomorrow at home. Uh, but RSL right in the, the thick of it. Um, they are uh, three points behind Seattle Sounders who are currently winning 2-0. It was halftime 2-0 against Portland uh, and they've played a game more. That game between Seattle and Portland neither team is wearing green. Doesn't that feel like a crime? I don't. I, I, I don't. I'll never understand home teams never wearing their home kit. It's, Maybe it's because I'm a traditionalist. Yeah, it, it, but but when you think of these two teams, you think of green, like a, a color wise. Yes. I, nonsense. I think that's twice this season that neither team has worn green between in this rivalry match. Weird. Sorry, it's a weird. It's it's a weird aside. I just don't understand. Anyway. It's okay. We're not going to hold that against you. RSL still on minus goal differential, but instead of being minus three, they are minus one, which is means they're going up. Uh, that's why I kind of wanted RSL to uh, to run the score up a yeah. little bit, just to have a plus instead of a minus. Even a zero. I'll take a zero. Still waiting for the post-game press to start. We'll toss that over to the, the uh, downstairs press room as soon as that is up and ready. Um, if you've got any thoughts on the game tonight, please tweet uh, Lauren at Lars underscore MM. We'd love to hear your thoughts, uh, particularly on what you liked, what you still think the team needs to improve on, who you were impressed with, Yeah, maybe even your man of the match. Uh, but, yeah, love to hear your thoughts. Uh, Lauren, from around the league... Um, earlier today, New York City FC getting a 1-1 draw with Vancouver Whitecaps at Yankee Stadium. Cincinnati falling at home uh, 1-0 against Orlando, who are absolutely phenomenal. Have a better record now, uh, road record now than RSL. They win 1-0 at TQL Stadium. Yes, Cincinnati have already clinched a playoff spot. That's how uh, dominant they have been in the Eastern Conference. DC United getting a 4-0 victory against Chicago Fire. Montreal falling 4-2 at home to Columbus Crew. Uh, New England 
looked like they were going to hold on, but no, they tie 2-2 with Austin FC. FC Dallas and Atlanta United finished 2-2 as well. St. Louis went up uh, 1-0 against Sporting Kansas City at Children's Mercy Park, but uh, ended up losing 2-1. Uh, Nashville and Charlotte finished uh, 1-1 at uh, Geodis Park. Um, a 93rd-minute goal from Scott Arfield to put uh, Charlotte up, only for Hani Mukhtar to put, uh, slot away a penalty in the 98th minute to make that 1-1. Right now in the 54th minute, LA Galaxy is still holding the on-fire Houston Dynamo nil-nil uh, there. In the 54th minute, it's San Jose 1, Minnesota United 1. And as you mentioned, the teams that play in green, um, not in green tonight, Seattle 2, uh, Portland Timbers nil in the 53rd minute goals from Raul Rui Diaz and uh, Leo Chu in the first half for them um, as I said feels good feels relief I spoke to Coach Schmidt at half time asking how he was doing he said I'm absolutely stressed uh, just wants to end this bad run I texted him at 2-0 I said and breathe and he said I'll breathe when it goes to 3-0 uh, didn't get the third goal yeah, but, he, uh, right? <laughs> uh, hopefully he's not uh, blue in the face right now but uh, yeah uh, the final whistle must have been a huge relief from the front office and the coaching staff and the players uh, to get over the line and get back to winning ways no, absolutely it's, it's been difficult over these last few games with the, with the loss of Pablo Ruiz figuring out what you do in that midfield as you said a moment ago I think Brian Ojeda had a great game um, I love seeing him get forward I think he's uh, a, been a bright spot alongside Pablo and now is his opportunity him and Nelson I think are a really nice partnership um, really glad we have Nelson now <laughs> I was already glad with him uh, but happy with him but the now with the loss of Ruiz it's nice to have that extra step because I think Jasper's been on the outside looking in been kind of struggling this season and it's nice to have you know it's it's taking some games and there's still a lot of lot to to do in this adjustment without Pablo but a nice step in the right direction tonight and just really stoked for these guys and again particularly with the defense to not concede to play a good game and um, not be making silly mistakes that lead to almost goals in in this situation as well so yeah I, I I'm sure that the this the team the front office everyone involved really relieved tonight after a uh, a rough August. Uh, for Minnesota, it looks like an absolute steal on a free transfer. Timu Puki, the Finnish international uh, striker, formerly of Norwich and, and you know played for a few other teams in Europe. Uh, I think it's his second goal since arriving um, on a free transfer. Um, yes, plenty of experience, but that guy particularly in the championship in England, always knew where to, to find the back of the net. So it uh, looks like a, a good steal. Looks like they've got their number nine um, sorted now because they've, they, they've kind of huffed and puffed trying to get the right players in uh, to, to fill that role um, underneath um, or uh, on, uh, over the top of uh, uh, Reynoso, who uh, actually got the assist as well. So, uh, yeah, maybe they'll be looking to make a bit of a charge. Cade Cowell with the equaliser in the 16th minute um, to, to make that 1-1. One, one. Um, as I said, that is in the... 58th minute right now. We're still waiting for the post-game presser. Um, 
Yeah, tomorrow you've got a good couple of games, actually. Uh, Philadelphia and New York kickoff at 5.30. That'll be on Apple TV, free on FS1. And then the nightcap, one for us to kick back and uh, maybe enjoy the fireworks, LAFC and into Miami, 8 p.m. kick. That'll be on Apple TV. No, I don't like that kick time. That's during my Sunday walk. <laughs> We've got Pablo Mastroini downstairs. We'll toss it down. Pablo, that was a veteran lineup. Four guys over 30 years old you put out there. Did you get what you wanted out of it? Yeah, I think, again, I think when you're in, in tough situations, um, it's, it's a huge burden for younger players uh, that haven't been in those type of high-pressure situations. Um, that, that was a veteran group out there. Uh, I think they handled themselves um, in a real professional way, and I, I think they managed the game the right way. You know, And so you know, I think you, you're, you, you go through all different parts of the season where when, you're, when things are great um, and, and everyone's – and we're doing the rotation and everyone's fitting in. Um, but I felt like in this moment – um, which was a critical game for us, especially at home, is, is to really lean on, on, on leadership and, and veteran experience. And, you know, there wasn't one bad performance out there. And you can't say the same about some of the other games, you know. And I think it, it, it brings confidence into the group. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of trust in that. And so as we move forward, well, well obviously, you know, we'll, we'll make decisions accordingly. But I thought for this game it was really important. And, and for the stretch, you, you, you need guys that have been in the trenches before that understand that, that pressure – is a part of the game, but it shouldn't override um, the way you think about the game, the way the, the way you the way you play the game. Um, and then I thought the guys that came into the game, Emeka, Bodie, um, Diego, did did a really good job. You know, and I think that's how you bring along the younger guys um, and, and and spot appearances and um, in this case and to get a feel for for what it's like to close out a game. And so I, again, the group was fantastic today. They they they've been great. I, I would say the biggest thing for me, and it, it's really you know, we talk about all these different things about soccer, um, but it's it's a it's a tough task at times convincing players that they're great and convincing guys that what has got us to this point was the belief in themselves and belief in what we're trying to achieve. Um, and and so the, you know, the focus today in the pregame was about courage. Courage to, to, to play the pass that you see. Courage to move off the pass. Courage to create space for your teammate. Courage to, you know, to defend as, as an individual. Courage to defend as a group. Um, and, and they responded in, in, in a big way. So it was an important performance for us tonight, important result, and one that we want to continue to build upon. We've probably seen Brian Vera take as many shots in a week as we saw him take in a month, maybe as we saw him take all season. Is this something you've been pushing for a long time and it finally clicked? Is this something that you've made more a point of emphasis since you lost Pablo Ruiz? Uh, yeah, I think Pablo's delivery on set pieces has been, you know, it's, it's world class. And, and not having him, you know, we've talked internally about being more creative on set pieces. And, and now I feel like it's one of our greatest strengths and we're creating some unbelievable chances from those set pieces. Um, as far as Vera gets on the ball, getting on the ball, those are always moments in the game that you know, guys like Sava and Vera, it, you have to believe that you're going to score this to take the set piece. And so when Vera decided to hit it from there, um, you know, and he's 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 got one of the best shots on the team. Unfortunately, he plays so far back, um, but you know, he's he's scored quite a few goals in, in his time in Colombia from set pieces. So I think the, the the variety of set pieces now adds 
a wrinkle of doubt in our opponents where, you know, Chicho scores his from, from a, a delivery into the box. But I, I think the doubt is that we might play short, and so then the, the marking in the box becomes loose. And so be, having more variety, um, being a little bit more unpredictable, I, I think has helped us quite a bit. How important was it to get a win, given the fact you're not going to play for two weeks, and whatever the result was, it was going to sit with the guys for two weeks? That's huge, DJ. It is huge. Um, and it, it's really about when you come back after the, after the, the break, right? So we're guys have four days. It's it's how that mentality starts on Thursday in training. It carries that far, and it and, it, and it's and and I, I've said it in in in, in the past, and, and it's and it's true to this day. When you're in a good form in this league, you become you make that that leap into the upper echelon of this league because of the parity, because of the, the amount of teams that are playing at a good level. Um, the X factor is always the belief. And I think this result today against a, a, a very good Colorado team with the, the Rocky Mountain trophy on the line, um, not getting results in the last few games, couldn't have come at a better time. And, and again, not by accident, the players were fantastic tonight. And, and, and I, you know, I, it, what gives me great joy is to see them enjoy their football. The, the, and, and a good way of identifying that is what's the movement off the ball look like? What's the, the amount of, you know, combinations that go through the midfield? What's, what's, what's the run after the pass look like? You know, and if it's, and it, you see them smiling and, and, and they're, they're just playing from a place of freedom and playing from a place of I enjoy this game. And one of the things that we talked about in the last, you know, after the last couple of games is it, 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 if it's not fun, you're not going to win. If it's not fun, you're not going to win. And so today the guys were disciplined, they were organized, but they had fun. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this game is only about the players. Coaches, we get in the way. Palacio seems to be fitting in, and I'm wondering if that is simple repetition, if that is because he knows his teammates and how they move better, if he's just adjusting to the speed of the league and the way the referees referee these games. What, what, is the, what are the one or two biggest things that have clicked for him? I, I think it's all that. And I also think it's the fact that Pablo's out and there's a pathway for him. And that's a huge thing. There, again, belief, right? When you're, when you're slogging behind... Pablo and, and, and Brian in the midfield trying to get your your minutes and they're playing really really well at times it's it's it, it, it's difficult right it's difficult to show up and train every day because you don't know if you're going to play and you don't know if you're going to get that opportunity um, but the, the the fantastic thing about Nelson is he's been an unbelievable teammate patient waiting his time and in the last two games for me uh He's, he's been fantastic, and, and uh, he's only going to get better. He's only going to get more comfortable. And, and, and for a player of his age and, and experience to be able to quickly understand the moments that we want to build into a three, and he does it almost unconsciously. He just rotates into these positions, and it's been a, a great feature of the last couple games. Um, he's only going to get better as we go. Um, and when Pablo comes back, uh, you know, whenever that is, um, we'll have a formidable midfield for sure.
I wanted to ask you about the defensive side real quick. You mentioned the belief that it takes on the offensive side, the passes and the finishing and all that. But first clean sheet in a while, uh, what did it take on, on that side of the ball, the defensive side, to, to not let one of those go past? Yeah, I, again, as you, you probably want me to say something tactical. Um, but, but, again, if you go back to the last few games, last four games, the amount of silly decisions we've made individually – whether it's passing the ball to the wrong guy, whether it's um, you know just moving out of a zone to, to defend a cross, and in Portland, the first goal that we conceded, where the ball goes up in the air for 30 seconds, and and they beat us to a ball where we have three or four guys around it, you know, and again, that's a belief thing. That's that's you know, and that's why it's so important to get results because then it validates all the work. It validates the you know it, the belief system increases, and so. We just needed guys not to get in their own way. And, and again, I go back to what I said earlier. It's about courage, man. It's about, you know, if I have to put my head through this and it might get kicked off, uh, that's what I'm willing to do. And that's not what you're willing to do when things aren't going well. When things aren't going well, every player goes into self-preservation mode. They don't want to be responsible. And in the end, everyone is responsible. Hey, Bob. Well, thank you for your time. Congrats on the win tonight. Uh, you, you talk a lot about mentality, and for this team, it's something that, that you all really focus on. I would imagine that the mentality was probably not in such a great place following a, a streak of losses, um, and some guys probably taking it pretty hard. Obviously, confidence, a big factor, probably down quite a bit. Um, how was the locker room post-game, and, and how do you feel that this win has helped these guys' mentality going forward? Yeah, post-game, um, they were obviously ecstatic. Um, and I think they were even more excited when they got an extra day off, which is which is crazy that they'd be more excited about that. Um, but 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 again, confidence is everything as as as, as an athlete. Belief in yourself, belief in the team, um, and getting this result at at this juncture in the season, while the West is 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 crazy and teams are, you know, uh, vying for for any any point really moves you as it did at the beginning of the season, um, and so. To get this win, to come back in from the break, um, that's the last taste that you're going to have. And so it's really important from a training perspective, really important for as we approach our next game, the commitment and, and the effort and the, and the courage, again, that, that we displayed. Defensively, you know, Sava and Chang and and, Rubia, uh, and uh, Dami and Chicho busted their tails to negate any kind of central passes, did really well in the press, recovered quite a few balls. And, and, and again, the... The game will always ask questions of your group on both sides of the ball. And I think tonight the guys answered all of them. And uh, last question for me. Uh, obviously, Brian Vera looked pretty good on those set pieces today. But I want you to be honest with me. Were you at least a little bit surprised that Vera hit that free kick as well as he did? Um, I, let's just put it this way. I've seen him in training, and I know he's capable of it. Um, he... The way I, I, I try to explain about Vera's technique, it's like the most beautiful golf swing. It looks effortless, and he smashes that thing. Um, you know, and, and so an unbelievable goal, um, but he's, he's, he has the capacity to do that. And, and I'm so grateful that, that we've now, you know, with, and again, you think about life, and you think about all these different things that happened. We lost Pablo. Pablo's been a wizard on set pieces. The only way Vera was ever going to get a chance was is with his absence, you know. And so now we have two great left footers, and then obviously Sava and the rest of the game with the right. So 
Um, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited about what he's been able to bring on the offensive side, but for me, he's just been a monster in the back. And his, the way he plays with the type of intensity and the type of tenacity, um, you know, I'd, I'd hate to be going up against this guy any day of the week. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, guys. Oh, sorry. Hey, Bob. Thanks for your time. Uh, I just wanted to ask you about the rivalry. The fans are super into it with chants and signs from the kickoff. I just wanted to know how much you and the team buys into the Colorado rivalry. Yeah, it's 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 a wonderful rivalry derby game. You know, it's it takes very little to get the guys pumped up for this game. Um, you know, and 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 again, it comes on the it comes on the heels of of not getting some results. So you put that on top of what this game means, and so. For all of us, you know, um, Colorado's always been our our biggest rival. We won a trophy tonight. We got off a skid. The guys played fantastic, and now they get some time to enjoy it before we get back to work and, and do everything we can to go to San Jose and get a result. Thank you. Yep. Thank, Thank you. Pablo. Thanks, guys. Congrats on the win. Uh, how did it feel after a, a few losses to get uh, get a, a win tonight? Después de varias derrotas, cómo se sintió en volver a ganar? Muy bien, se sintió muy bien, más que todo porque el equipo reaccionó mentalmente y fue muy positivo para todos. Yo creo que eh, merecíamos el triunfo, lo queríamos y gracias a Dios se dio. Very good. It felt very good, especially because the team had a great reaction to the game itself. I think we deserved it, and thank God we were able to pull it off. Both of the goals tonight were scored on set pieces. Is that something that the team has uh, made an effort to improve and, and use more in games? Um, dos goles que anotaron vinieron de pedazos de, de sets. Um, ¿Es algo que han estado trabajando en eso? O? Claro que sí. Eh, lo trabajamos. Eh, Eh, lo positivo es que eh, nos funcionó y, y más que todo me, me gustó mucho cómo, cómo se desarrolló hoy el partido de hoy y, y cómo lo, lo jugamos. Entonces, muy feliz por la victoria y por el gol. Yes, that's something we've been working on, and a positive thing that I'm very grateful for is that it's clearly working. And I really liked how the, the game itself played out and how we played as a team. And again, just thankful for the win. Hey, Chicho, thank you for your time. Um, I, I, I would imagine getting a goal tonight really helped your confidence, helped you get back on track. Um, but, but can you talk about also what this game meant for you, um, not only getting the goal, getting back on a scoring streak, but also getting the win um, in a big game for the Rocky Mountain Cup? Me imagino que con el gol que anotaste hoy, la confianza ha subido un poquito más. ¿Qué significó para ti, para el equipo, en poder agarrar la victoria hoy? Significó todo, eh, más aparte de, de, del gol que obviamente le genera confianza a uno, eh, eh, estoy feliz porque el equipo ganó, porque eh, conseguimos eh, tres importantes puntos eh, frente a nuestras familias, frente a nuestra gente y, y, y eso nos, nos brinda confianza para lo que se viene. Honestly, it meant everything. And besides the goal, of course, it gives you confidence, but I'm happy that the team won because we got three very important points against our rivalry, and that was all we wanted. 
And then last question for me. Um, you've got a, a couple weeks of a break until the next game that you guys play. Um, what do you feel is most important for the team leading up to that game? Tienen un par de semanas antes de que jueguen otro partido. ¿Qué va a ser lo más importante y lo ideal en este tiempo antes de jugar el próximo partido? Yo creo que disfrutar de, de, de la familia, de, de, ese, de ese espacio que, que tenemos eh, con responsabilidad, con, 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 con buenos entrenamientos y, y prepararse mentalmente para lo, lo que viene. El remate de la temporada creo que es muy importante y fundamental. Y, y esperemos eh, poder trabajar bien estas semanas para, para poder estar a punto y poder disfrutar lo que viene. First and foremost, I think to enjoy family time a little bit with this break, take a little time to come back and have hopefully a great week of training, prepare for what's to come and fundamentally work on what we have to work on and hopefully have a great week ahead of training. Chicho, felicidades por el gol y por el triunfo. ¿Qué le viene al Real Soleca ahora? Ya sin Pablo, que es un hombre muy importante, se le ha extrañado. ¿Crees que ya se está agarrando el reemplazo de, de Pablo? ¿Crees que ya vamos por un camino de un sistema de juego sin él? Congratulations, first of all. Um, what's to come for Real Soleca, especially without Pablo Ruiz? Um, what are we expecting moving forward? Do we think that the team has gotten into a rhythm? Yo creo que el caso de Pablo no es eh, intentar reemplazarlo, es eh, asumir eh, que ya no va a estar con nosotros y, y, y tomar eh, lo positivo de, 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 de todas las cosas. Eh, obviamente no tiene nada de positivo que se lesione un compañero, pero debemos asumir la responsabilidad los, el, el resto de jugadores que, que estamos. Eh, Pablo es un jugador fundamental para nosotros pero los que están ahí también en, en su posición tienen que tener esa jerarquía para, para asumir su puesto y su lugar y, y poder trabajarlo bien durante lo que queda temporada. Entonces, eh, esperemos que estemos muy bien y, y poder hacer lindos partidos. I think in Pablo's case, it's not about us trying to replace him. Of course, there's nothing positive with his injury. There's nothing positive about that. But I think the rest of us as a team need to pick up stack a little bit and responsibility to be able to move forward, keep working hard for the rest of the season, which, of course, it's important. Gracias, Chicho. Anybody else for Chicho? Anyone on Zoom? All right, thank you. Thank you. That was Pablo Mascherini and Chicho Arango, and the overriding feeling is delight at ending the skid. And according to Pablo Mascherini, locker room absolutely delighted right now, but even more delighted they get an extra day off, and uh, rightly so. Uh, a good reward for a good performance. Um, getting back on to uh, get, uh, winning ways, getting up to 40 points and right in the thick of the uh, Western Conference hunt, hunt. When you look at the Western Conference, obviously uh, St. Louis losing tonight. They sit on 47 points after 27 games. Seattle currently drawing 2-2 with um, Portland Timbers. They sit on in the live table. 
41 points, just a point of Real Salt Lake, but they've played a game more. They've just had Leo Chu's uh, sense off and then Darren Espria and Evander getting uh, uh, goals within three minutes of each other. LAFC play tomorrow. They are level on points with Real Salt Lake, but they've played two games less. You expect this to be a super uh, run-in if RSL, Seattle and LA, LAFC uh, and St. Louis can, uh, can go head-to-head, which makes the Western Conference a little bit more exciting and uh, hopefully RSL can find some good form for the remaining seven games. Yeah, it's uh, it's always tight in the Western Conference, and it always makes it that much that much more fun uh, come the end of the season. But hopefully, RSL can stay in that uh, upper area of the conference, and we don't have to squeak into playoffs like we have the last few years. But I mean, you look at ninth place Dallas at 34 points, and as you said, St. Louis with 47. It's 34, 36, 38, 39, 40, 41, 47. It's really close in there. Uh, just a couple of results for teams like Dallas and San Jose could uh, put them up the table. And obviously RSL with their next opponent being San Jose, it's a, that could be a pretty big swing there between those teams. Any tweets that you want to get to or anything at all? No, just that? lots of liking the tweet, but not um, responding to it. That's fine. That's fine. It's a win, and the fireworks are going as yep. well, so I understand <laughs> that. We're going to head to a break. When we come back, we will start to preview the game in two weeks' time against San Jose Earthquakes, um, who are currently 1-1 with Minnesota United at PayPal Park. You're listening to the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. All right, welcome back in to the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. RSL running out 2-0 winners against Rocky Mountain rivals, Colorado Rapids, and thus securing the Rocky Mountain Cup. RSL move up to 40 points on the season. Up next will be, uh, oh, up next will be Brian Vero. Going to toss it back down to the press, presser. And, uh, yeah, we're just waiting to uh, toss that over. Um Hopefully we can uh, get that soon. But obviously, uh, San Jose up next. K. Cowell getting his first goal of the season. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Three assists on the season, but no goals. And uh, he gets one tonight, his first of the season. One to be looking out for, Christian Espinosa, obviously. That's the one where you, uh, you've got to take a, a, to keep an eye on. 20 goal involvements this season. 12 goals, 8 assists. Absolutely on fire, the Argentine. Yeah, 7-2-5 and five at home as well for San Jose. Um, a, a good home record, but looking at their last few results at home, going back to the beginning of June, two wins, two draws, two losses, depending on what happens tonight as well. Um, so not been a, a summer that's been kind to them for, Rio, or for San Jose, but we do have Brian Vera. We'll toss it down. Very important in the scheme of nosotros. Pero, y obviamente también era como el dueño de los tiros libres. Y pues ahorita que no está, yo me he sentido con, con más confianza de, 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 de ir y, y pedir esos balones, porque sé que también puedo patear bien los tiros libres. O sea que veremos más tiros a dar. I think his absence has definitely been hard on us, and you can definitely tell and feel it. He's a very important player. But he was also the king of free kicks, and now that he's not here, I guess I do have more trust to go for those balls. So, entonces veremos a, a Brian intentando cada vez más y probablemente gritando tus goles. Sí, sí, de aquí en adelante, los que queden a la derecha van a ser míos, seguro. 
¿Qué, ¿Qué te dicen tus compañeros? No, pues me han felicitado mucho pues, por el primer gol aquí y, y muy contento por eso. Um, so is it safe to say that we're going to see more of that? Yes, of course. Um, in terms of what your teammates said to you, they congratulated me for my first goal here with the club. Okay, we're going to go on to English. Hey, Ryan, uh, congrats on the win and thank you for your time. Um, when you when you struck that ball initially, did you did you have the feeling? Did you know that you were going to score? Felicidades, primeramente, cuando pateaste ese balón, tenías un presimiento de que ibas a anotar. Sí, porque ya tenía claro dónde iba a patear y pues el portero se movió un poquito y ya el balón iba muy fuerte también, entonces no pudo no pudo reaccionar por lo fuerte que iba. Honestly, yes, because I had a clear vision of where to kick the ball, and then the keeper moved, and I just had a clear goal. On top of the uh, the goal that you scored, the win tonight as well, your team gets a shutout, a big part of which you were a contributor for. Um, how, how comfortable do you feel currently now with this team defending as well as attacking? Mantenieron una blanqueada con cero goles para el otro equipo. ¿Qué cómodo te sientes ahora, ahorita, con este equipo? Eh, bueno, ahora la verdad me, me he sentido muy bien, eh, con mucha confianza. Siento que, que ahora soy, soy alguien importante dentro del plantel y, y tengo que hacer ver eso dentro del campo. Entonces tengo que estar concentrado, tengo que estar seguro en cada balón que juegue o en cada duelo que, que tenga que hacer. Y pues eso se está, se está viendo ahora. Well, I would say that right now I feel very good. I've been feeling very good. And obviously I think I have a lot of confidence. I feel that now I'm an important part on the pitch for the team. And I think I have to show everyone that. Um, and in order to do so, I have to be very concentrated and just keep performing and keep doing my thing on the pitch. Just Anyone else for Rivera? Any questions on Zoom? All right, thank you. Gracias. That was Brian Vera. Um, delighted with his goal. Obviously, he's threatened it from range um, pretty much all season long. He looks like he's one of those centre-backs that uh, can find the back of the net quite often. And uh, I'm glad that he did. Obviously, his shot led to the goal. Um, midweek against Portland um, but obviously with Ruiz not being available something that RSL can utilise as he steps forward and, and looks a real danger um, obviously um, going back to San Jose now um, as we look uh, for the game on the 16th we talked about Kekau getting his first goal of the season um, which is a bit strange, three assists on the season Christian Espinosa, the Argentine, has been phenomenal in the league. 12 goals, 8 assists, and then rule out Jeremy uh, Ibobasi uh, at, your, uh, at your peril as well with 8 goals and 3 assists on the season. Uh, really found a home in San Jose where he is the main man, not playing up and, and fighting for uh, multiple players, but he is the, the main guy. They play a really attractive brand of soccer 
and um, in that uh, 4-2-3-1 kind of formation that they're, they're playing, um, it's allowed them to, to really flourish as they sit um, currently eighth in the West. Uh, same amount of games as RSL, four points behind if this does end 1-1 with Minnesota United. But this is a team that scores a decent amount of goals, 32 on the season, but they concede as well. Um, they've conceded 36, so RSL have outscored them, but RSL have let in more goals, both sitting on uh, minus one for RSL, minus four for uh, San Jose. So it could be another open game uh, where uh, there's plenty of creation and, and entertainment. Yeah, it's usually a fun one against San Jose, especially over these last couple of seasons. We've had some very, very fun games between these two teams. Earlier this season here at America First Field, it was a 3-1 win. Uh, Real Salt Lake, Lawfelson, Sabrino, Gomez, all with goals. Espinosa, of course, with a goal for San Jose in that one. Uh, so impressed with the 20 goal involvements, 12 goals, 8 assists in 26 appearances for him. Just a heck of a season. I mean, you look at RSL and there's, there's goals coming from more places for Real Salt Lake, but uh, Jefferson Savarino with your highest uh, contributions with 11, six goals and five assists. But good to see Chicho uh, at three goals and two assists after six appearances for Real Salt Lake. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun one in, the, in a couple weeks against San Jose. Yeah, as we mentioned, Pablo Mascherini mentioning that uh, the players are delighted in the locker room with that 2-0 victory, getting back to win- winning ways, keeping a clean sheet, but also getting an extra day off uh, where they can uh, just down tools for a little bit and just think about something else because these games do come thick and fast because of league's cup there is that condensed uh, schedule it's important that the guys are able to get away particularly on the back of a win you you never want to go into a break on the back of a loss because you still want it now these guys uh will will uh, take the confidence from this game and, and look to uh uh, carry on and, and get on another little run um, for the rest of the season. Uh, Got to be said, though, San Jose made a great appointment in Luchi Gonzalez. I thought he was a little bit hard done by in Dallas. They weren't great, but um, getting an opportunity almost immediately to come back into the league and uh, proving his worth in Major League Soccer again. Yeah, it's... It's been a bit rocky for them this summer so far. Not uh, not a ton of results, but especially at home. But as we said, always a fun team, a good coach, um, a great player in Christian Espinosa. I'm so I'm so surprised that Cade Cowell um, is having the season that he's having because he he always feels like such a threat, especially against Real Salt Lake. So definitely a couple players to keep an eye on here in a couple weeks. Um, that's going to do it from myself and Lauren, but from us, from producer Alex and our tech stone, we wish you a wonderful rest of your Labor Day weekend. Hopefully it's nice and safe and you can enjoy it with the people that you want to enjoy it with. You've been listening to the post game show here on the RSL radio network.